For financial institutions making the social media plunge, there are three generations of growth. The first, creating the social media presence itself. The second, building a following. But what's that third generation? It's social acquisition, the important final step that cements loyalty and builds a customer base. But where do you start and how does it work? To find out, we'll be talking this week with Melissa Musgrove at Regions Bank. Welcome to BAI Banking Strategies, where each week we'll focus on the key issues facing financial services leaders. We'll bring you objective opinions and actionable insights that'll help you power smart decisions. I'm your host, Lou Carlozo, the managing editor at BAI. Come on in. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. It is wonderful to have you here with us, and welcome to season four. We'll get right to our interview with Melissa Musgrove after a quick word from one of our sponsors. Looking to grow your business? Harland Clark has served financial institutions for 140 years. From marketing programs and checks to research and analytics, Harland Clark has a singular goal, helping you grow. Learn more at harlandclark.com. And don't forget that registration is now open for BAI Beacon. That takes place October 4th and 5th in Atlanta. To learn more about the fast-paced financial services conference, visit BAIBeacon.com. And don't forget, you can save $400 on your BAI Beacon registration using this code, PC1. Don't delay as that code expires Thursday, August 31st. And today on the program, we are privileged to have Melissa Musgrove. She's the head of social media at Regions Bank. Melissa leads social media strategy and implementation for Regions Financial. She directs strategy for social media content development, multi-channel engagement, earned, owned, and paid media. Melissa is responsible for implementing social media strategies that drive revenue, engage customers and prospects, and foster customer loyalty. We should also mention too that Melissa is going to be a BAI Beacon presenter and the session will be social acquisition, new approaches to customer acquisition. And Melissa, great to have you on the program today. Thank you so much, Lou. I'm thrilled to be here. I noticed something when I was reading your LinkedIn profile and I love this, your passion for keeping the customer at the heart of every decision. What does that mean for you? Absolutely. That is something I'm really passionate about. I think having a truly customer-focused mindset when it comes to social media, but when it comes to marketing across the board is so important. Um, we're in this amazing age right now where we have so much access to data and information about our customers. And particularly through social media, we're just mired in data and analytics sometimes. But then we also receive a lot of pressure from the larger organization to deliver on those business goals and to keep the organization's goals and strategies top of mind. And so for marketers today, I think it's really the ability to marry those two things and to keep the customer and their wants and their needs and what makes their life easier at the heart of every decision that we make as marketers, because that's really what's going to drive that shared value at the end of the day for the customer. And in no industry is that more important than in financial services, because we have this amazing opportunity to help them make smarter financial decisions through 
through social media, through the tools that we provide to them. And to do that and to facilitate them, we have to keep them at the heart of all the decisions that we're making and all the strategies that we're developing. That is a challenging balance to strike, right? The business goals versus the wants and needs of the consumers. But it seems to me that when you get the balance right, everybody wins. Absolutely. When we can help them make smarter financial decisions, when we can help meet their needs from a financial perspective, give them peace and confidence when they think about the future for themselves, for their families, you know, that's really a win all the way around. And when we think about the way banks are trying to reach out via social media, it's unfortunate that a lot of institutions are still stuck in this era where you throw up a Facebook page and if you have a Twitter feed, you're going to put things out that plug the accounts and the things that you're trying to sell. How do you at Regents transcend this in terms of your social media approach? You know, I think that we're really fortunate at Regions because we actually waited a little while to get into social media. Now, we sat back a little bit and we watched what some of our competitors were doing. And then we actually launched in social media with social customer care. So our first foray into social was not acquisition based. We did not go in with the purpose of driving revenue. We went in with the purpose of delivering an extraordinary customer service experience through this new channel. That's something that we have always hung our hat on at Regions whether it's in the branch or through the 1-800 number or through any of the channels that we've historically serviced customers. And so we thought, you know, if we can go into social media and if we can really get that right, then that can be the building block and the foundation for everything else that we want to do in social media, which of course naturally led to acquisition-based tactics. And, you know, I'll say it required a cultural shift at regions and in the way that we thought about social media and the role that social media could play within the organization. I think it's amazing that this is a paradigm shift, not only that regions tackled, but it puts you ahead of the curve because a lot of banks haven't quite gotten there in terms of the social customer care aspect. Maybe you can give some examples of social customer care in action. We have four social customer care reps who are live six days a week on Facebook and Twitter. Their sole purpose is to respond to inquiries that are being tweeted to us and posted on our Facebook page. And we see a little bit of everything. You know, we see customers who are coming to us who want to grow their relationship with regions, maybe they have questions about products or services. Sometimes they have complaints. We see a lot of escalated issues in social media. So those four social customer care reps are really equipped with all the training and all the tools that they need to take that inquiry from start to finish. Those social customer care reps have a huge amount of knowledge and customer facing experience with regions as well. So we take that role really seriously internally because we see the impact that they have, not just on the customer that they're assisting, but on the broader social media audience who is looking at how they interact with customers and how they post and what they say and making judgments about our brand based on that. And certainly when it comes to responding to needs, there's this larger issue of social media that it's not even what it was a few years ago. And a few years from now, it's going to change dramatically. You could just look at, for example, the rise of Instagram or other forms of social media that are bubbling under the surface and promise to really hit it big. How do you stay on top of it and how does it affect what you're doing? 
It definitely affects what we're doing every day. You know, I look back at the platforms that were relevant when we launched social media at Regions over seven years ago, and some of them aren't as relevant anymore. But for us, there are many other channels that we're on now, you know, like Instagram, for instance, that we weren't pursuing. So I think it really requires a social media team to always be on top of those changing trends, to always be on top of the industry, you know, to be looking at the emerging platforms, watching them, watching what other brands are doing on them, and then stepping very carefully and in a very calculated way into them when the time is right. And I think it's also a question of resource allocation because there's certainly some social media platforms that are booming right now, but we might not feel like they're a good match for our customer base and who we want to reach and what we want to accomplish in social media. So not everything that's popular is relevant. And I've heard you speak, Melissa, about the tie-in between engagement and acquisition with social media as the bridge. There's no question that banks have the engagement side, right? But they don't always get the rest of the picture realized. Tell us what you've learned about that combination. I think that's definitely a struggle right now for a lot of banks and financial institutions. Maybe they're active in social media and they're achieving engagement and they're going to their executives, they're going to their leadership team and they're saying, look at this great content that we're putting out and we've gotten this many likes and we've gotten this many engagements and we've gotten this many fans and followers and wow, look at these great big numbers. We're doing great. But at some point that executive team is going to look at you and say, so what is all of this worth? Because engagements and likes and fans and followers are great. They are the stepping stones of a social media strategy and program. But the ability to connect those strategies and those fans and followers and that engagement in a way that drives loyalty and drives acquisition is that next step. And that's what I'll be speaking about at BAI Beacon, strategies that drive loyalty and that can help translate that engagement into acquisition. We are going to have people listening, wondering how they can enact some of the best practices you have. They might come to you hypothetically and say, Melissa, how do we get this kind of effort off the ground? What would you tell them? Yeah, that's a great question. I think oftentimes in financial services, we see different organizations, different companies who you know, they've thrown up that Facebook page, they've thrown up that Twitter property, but um, they don't really have a long-term strategy in place and they're not really driving acquisition or even effectively delivering service through social media. So I think the most important thing is to go into social media with something that you know and something that you're good at and a content strategy that's really going to move the needle. You know, oftentimes brands, particularly financial services, go into social media just wanting to talk about themselves and to sell someone a checking account. Those aren't the message that really resonates with people right off the bat. You know, to me, social media is really an ecosphere that you have to cultivate. And at Regions, we do that in a huge way through advice and guidance. And it's offering helpful information. It's offering helpful tips, whether that's through videos or infographics or short tweets or links to regions.com. We do that in a variety of ways that are engaging. And so I think for financial services organizations that are looking to do more in social, it's really finding that area and finding the passion point of the customers that you want to reach and speaking to that passion and something that you're an authority on. And certainly when the passion 
of a customer or a prospective customer meets the passion of someone who's running a social media operation at a bank, really incredible things can happen. Melissa, your insights have been spot on today and want to thank you for being part of the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. This has been fun. Melissa Musgrove is the head of social media at Regions Bank. Be sure to look for Melissa on LinkedIn and check out Regions' social media presence via Facebook and Twitter. And here are three key takeaways from today's podcast. Number one, make social customer care the foundation for everything you want to do on social media. It's about delivering a great experience, getting it right, and interacting with customers in a way that not only bonds them through social media to you, but also shows them that you're working actively to be part of their financial experience. Number two, social media moves fast and social media users expect a quick answer to their inquiries, sometimes within an hour. Having a staff on hand that can quickly address customer inquiries is a big step in the right direction. Remember, the impact of social media is that other people will be watching what you do. And when you handle problems efficiently, seeing them through from beginning to end, you turn disgruntled customers into happy ones and the people watching into impressed observers. And number three. While smart banks often master the social media game in terms of engagement, acquisition is the final link that makes it all worthwhile. The number of likes you get on Facebook or the followers you attract must ultimately be linked to driving loyalty and acquisition because that is what makes the effort and the expense of social media worthwhile. Now this word from one of our sponsors. Do you strive to continuously deliver exceptional customer experiences yet struggle with accelerating technology demands? then you need a partner that helps you adapt as fast as your customers' expectations. For more than 30 years, Pegasystems has been helping banks build for change to ensure consistent, personalized, and relevant interactions. Pega delivers real CRM with real automation, real intelligence, and real results. Visit pega.com to find out more. During the podcast, Melissa talked persuasively about how important it is for businesses to interact with people online, but that also raises a question that strikes fear (laughs) into the hearts of banks and businesses everywhere, which is what do you do when a person complains and complains publicly? Well, the good news is that there are productive, effective steps you can take, and Omni Digital Creative company based in Torrance, California, outlines three steps in an excellent post about what to do when customers complain or are upset. First of all, they say, respond quickly. And here Omni cites an Edison research study that says 42% of customers expect to receive a response to their customer service question or complaint in less than an hour. Think about that. Nearly half, and they want that attention within an hour. Second of all, personalize your response. Frustrated customers, they write, do not want an automated response. They want a response that is genuine and addresses their unique situation. Going the automatic route can cause customers to feel like you're not valuing their complaints, leading to more resentment. It's the social media analog to 
Your call is very important to us. Please continue to hold. <laughs> and number three, provide updates. And this actually may be the most important point of all. If a resolution will take time to accomplish or you need more time to work something out on your end, let your customer know, right? It is one thing to say that you're on it. It is another thing to be the customer on the other end. And we've been there hanging on, waiting for a solution, waiting for feedback, waiting for anything. Keeping your customers in the dark can lead to more anger and frustration, they write. Customers do not want to keep following up on an issue or a problem and would prefer honest and open communications, even if it's not exactly the answer they would like to hear. So honest open, fast. These are values to live by, especially because as Melissa observed, when you are engaging in customer facing activity on social media, thousands and thousands of people are watching you. And what you want them to see is you turning a disgruntled customer into a delighted one. Thanks again for tuning into our podcast. Be sure to check out our ever-growing archive of podcasts at BAI.org. And as you check out our archive, connect with BAI on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook to stay up to date on BAI's latest and greatest. Be sure to tune in next week when a new podcast goes up. I'm Lou Carlozo, the managing editor at BAI. We'll see you soon. So long.